Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, well, and everything in between. <laughs> oh man, I pushed recording. You stopped singing. Shoot. Oh, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast. <laughs> that was deception at its best. It was. I was trying to, in case, because it didn't record, guys, I was trying to get Rob singing. Oh, well, that's all right. Uh, he hey you got a good singing voice he he actually that, <laughs> i'm gonna brag on him real quick he 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 wrote I, I believe if i remember right you wrote and sang a song to your wife at your wedding correct yeah this is true yeah you were yeah. there yeah I, yeah. Uh, yeah i was there yeah. i just couldn't remember if uh, you would if you wrote that or not but yeah I, did. I also remember feeling like i did not write a song or sing it to christina and i was like oh, okay well way to way to outdo all of us there buddy <laughs> Well, uh, if, if, if a person did enough Facebook stalking, you would actually find that video. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's shared a couple times. Yeah. yeah. My wife likes to share it and I like to like report it. So no one sees it. <laughs> this is spam. I'm in it. <laughs> Take it down. Propaganda. It's <laughs> fake news. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, Let's recap a little bit. Last uh, couple uh, of episodes here, we've covered funny slash cringy Christian things versus music videos specifically. Last week, guys, you got to come along on a journey of Christian movies. And today we are going to talk about uh, Christian products. Now, I want to clarify, Rob. I, I, we haven't clarified this yet, but I want to clarify before we get into it. I am not, like in this episode, we're not talking about, or at least my, my hope would be, that we're not going to go after, like, for example, uh, my grandma growing up, she had a thing called the daily bread, which she had a verse and like some, like, you know, you, yep. you read it and then you talk yep. about it. I'm talking more of like, um, cliche, like what t- atonements. <laughs> those, okay. Points for having those. <laughs> I was going to bring up like testimonies uh, or testaments is what they were called. Um, where, where did you get those? I got those last year for pastor appreciation month from as a joke, obviously, but <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. uh, I'm sorry uh, to all the congregants that went in and got <laughs> Rob. Uh, <laughs> these atonements. At yeah. The, uh, oh, but look at what it says, bro. Atonements. For each of your sins. Nice. Was that yeah. the Catholic oh. Bible bookstore? Or what? <laughs> we only have one here, and it's like, you know, both. Got you. <laughs> well, every, I, I, maybe you guys don't under, if you've listened to this, you don't know what a Bible bookstore is uh, because all the ones around us are like dinosaurs. They're dead and they're buried, and they've been turned into like uh, uh, home stores, essentially, like, you know, decorative decor, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bible bookstores used to be a, uh, a blazing thing before Amazon happened. Uh, they actually, they, that's a good segue. They used to contain all of the Christian products you would want. Uh, bookmarks when people use those with Bible verses on them. They also used to have the largest array of Amish fiction that I've ever, I've ever known of in my life. And I was still surprised to this day. Did you just say Amish fiction? 
Yes, there's a whole genre. And it's only found in Christian bookstores of Amish fiction. It was like Jacob and Rebecca go on a journey of faith. And the only people that bought it weren't <laughs> Amish people. It was like Christian stay-at-home moms that like they couldn't read like, you know, dirty novels. So it was the story of Rebecca and Jacob going on a faith adventure together. I don't know why that existed, but hmm. there were so many books of Amish fiction. It was mind-boggling. They're probably all written by the same two authors, but like it was crazy of how many. Now, luckily, I guess not luckily, if you used to own a Bible bookstore, I'm sorry you're out of business, but uh, <laughs> no. you used to have uh, the uh, Christian posters. There was always like Christian posters in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exclusively yep. Christian I had plenty posters. of those. Uh, there used to be like, I, I don't know if you remember this. Um, oh, what was that? What was the band that was like, wake me up inside. Save me. It was like a Christian metal band. Um, Evernessence maybe is what it was called. Uh, Are they yeah, Christian? Well, that's the whole thing though. I remember growing up. Okay. So they were they were considered a Christian band because like it was vaguely Christian lyrics. You know, it wasn't like overtly like they never said Jesus, but you know, growing up, that was kind of the thing. It's like, oh, these are these are cool because they're talking about godly things without mentioning. Right. If it wasn't God. Tupac and it was kind of moral, you could call it Christian. Yeah, but I remember distinctly going into the Bible bookstore and that like the oh. CD being covered up, and I was like, what? Happened? Like I wanted to buy it. And they're like, oh, we don't sell that anymore because they came out in an interview saying they weren't Christian, and I was like, one. You didn't check that before? Like, that was <laughs> like, we're going to definitely put it because back in the day, again, before the internet really took off, there used to be things where you could, like, it was, it was like a panel and you would push it with a picture of the CD and it would play like little clips through of the songs and you, you know, so you know what you were listening to before you bought the CD, kind of like samples on iTunes now, but that used to be a thing in Bible bookstores. And they'd covered up the CD and took it out of the store because they did an interview that wasn't distinctly Christian, but I'm off topic now. Christian products, corny Christian products. Um, there's a lot of them that aren't biblical either. You know, we were talking about in the movie spear where things aren't theologically correct. Yeah. Christian products. That what is got? Evanescence. You're right. Evanescence. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. I, you just sent me these pictures. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my favorite blasphemous one is the Jesus action figures. Okay, I was about stuff. to ask where in the world that came from. Oh it's wow! True story, bro. Oh, what what site is that? Or did you just find them? Um, let's see. So let me describe. I don't know if my camera it might go berserko here. Hold on, let me see if. Oh. It's Jesus riding a motorcycle. Jesus playing soccer. <laughs> Jesus doing lots of different stuff. Wow. Oh, he's a he's a cowboy too. He's a, like a rodeo. Rodeo Jesus. Yeah, uh, yep, a bull rider. Bull rider, yeah. Playing soccer, riding a motorcycle. You know, um all of these he has crowns of uh, crown of thorns on. Um so they like he hopped off the cross, did these things and then got back on. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, I love the second one. A praise workout. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm gonna Ray's workout it. circuit training. Oh my goodness. We're finding the video for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. You know, don't film me now, YouTube. Surely somebody has that. Oh my good <laughs> okay, I didn't find it, but there's literally a gospel aerobics low impact workout. And get nice. this. It was dropped nine months ago. This isn't old. This, <laughs> this is right now is what this is. There are Christian workout songs. Oh, this is a whole nother bunny trail. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I can't even. There's actually a whole video about uh, uh, worship dance workout. Just, I guess that's to get your pregame on before you go Sunday morning. So you're not like. Yeah, I guess. maybe it gets all the maybe it gets all the worship out so that you're able to like not even really sway so you don't get in trouble well not only well i assume if you're going to a church where you really need to like you know make sure you're physically fit to worship limber (laughs) yeah you're all limbered up like you don't want to be halfway through you know our god is an awesome god and pull a hammy like that's gonna really interrupt your entire flow of worship also, uh, here I am to worship. That shows you how up I am on Christian worship songs. <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> I could not, I could not think of a current one in my head that would come to me right. Waymaker. You don't want to get halfway through Waymaker and then you know just in the, the climax of the song drop because your you, your knee went out and you didn't right. Bring your yeah, absolutely not. That would be a distraction from worship. That's probably what t- Paul was talking about when he said all, you know, when he was talking, describing worship and how it should be, you know, it shouldn't be crazy. And I mean, you, you need to be prepped. You need to be prepped. Yeah. Stretch prep. Also, I also love the, the, the what are these? These are chocolate and vanilla crucifix candies. Yeah. That's cool. See, I mean, it seems like, I don't know. What makes the things, you, okay. The things Hold people on. make money on, right? <laughs> This reminds me of Easter every year. Chocolate crosses for Easter every year. I mean, the the cross is a good thing to remember. Chocolate tastes good. I mean, I can see how they got there, but... (laughs) You know, I've never considered... I was about... The reason I'm laughing is I saw this and I go, wow, that's really... That's not a good idea. And then all of a sudden I thought, hold on a second. Every year, it's the same thing. It's just Jesus isn't still on it. It's just, yeah. hey, children, you know how, we, how we're going to oh, celebrate crap. Jesus? I just bought right? a chocolate nativity set for my kids. Oh, you know how we're going to celebrate Jesus, you know, resurrection from the grave, uh, the grave, uh, defeating sin and death, like literally bringing you from death to life. Hey, here's eat, eat a eat a chocolate death device. <laughs> okay, I'm a little ashamed of my entire <clears throat> Easter basket as a child. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, I think that this is a great example of bad theology, and us not doing a great job of interacting with the culture very well. <laughs> this, you know, you know. So if you're listening right now, you're three episodes in. Uh you've probably figured out that we're doing this more on the fly than normal. Like we normally do this on the fly. We literally 20 minutes before <laughs> started filming the first episode. 
uh, got into this. But what we've discovered, at least what I've discovered, Rob, is that um, this has uh, been a very sad exploration into how Christians, instead of infiltrating culture, have just said, let's build our own little thing over here on the side. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, um, it's like we just know already that all of the people in the church are going to leave the church and like smoke weed and have premarital sex and do whatever they want. And so we're like, no, 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 we can do the, we can do those cool things too. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Look, we got Carmen. Look, (laughs) Carmen. Come on, man. (laughs) You want a Jesus cross? You can eat it. it. (laughs) Basically a Kit Kat. Ooh, that is an un, that's an untapped market right there. Kit Kat, Kit Kat crosses. I'm sorry. I know that's not the direction you were going, but I thought if we're already there, it's like, what's one more step? Yeah, no, I think you're right. There was a really good podcast I listened to today, and I, I couldn't tell you where it was from or who was who, who did it. Must not have been that good. Oh, it was good. Just wait a <laughs> yeah, second. <laughs> so that was, um, oh, I forget, his last name was Bonson. I don't remember his first name. Uh, it was actually him giving a talk at a conference. But, um, his point was, uh, he was tying it in because he used to work for Tooth & Nail Records way back in the day. So he was tying okay. that into the fact that uh, kind of, honestly, all of the episodes up to this we've talked about really brought it to mind was that he was saying that Christian culture really in like the late 90s, early 2000s um, really was at a cross point to where it wasn't like that's what we were doing. We were creating like these alternate things to what the world offers instead of diving headfirst into the world and saying, we're just going to change the culture we're in rather than creating another subculture on the side of it. And he tied that into the fact that like, uh, or tied that into the idea that Christians should like that's the gospel is that like, it's not you build your own thing over here to the side because the gospel, rather the gospel infiltrates where you're already at and changes that not subversive. Like it's subversive. It's not, through you know power and laws and everything else it's just through the changed lives of the people that 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 are that that interact with jesus like it's you don't say hey i'm gonna change this thing because this is what i believe rather like you infiltrate the culture and because you're being changed now the way you don't create like for example a christian hardware store you just create a hardware store and you you operate under christian ethics and now guess what People come to you because you're more honest. Your prices are honest. You actually provide good customer service. You care about the people you're interacting with. And you do that with every business you have. So now Christians that make movies, they don't make exclusively Christian movies. They just make really good movies that have storylines that show, you know, within people's lives, the reality of life, but how God also interacts with that, right? Um, And that was his whole point. And I think that shows just like what we've been looking at all the way up to this point has shown a really bad execution of that um, to where yeah. we haven't done that well. Uh, and it's pretty apparent. So we have this opportunity now to be like, oh, that plan was horrible. <laughs> well, and I, I wonder, like, I wonder what the actual cause of Like, I don't want to jump to the conclusion that, oh, you must not actually believe the gospel because it's pretty exciting without all the fluff that you put mm-hmm. on it. Right. I don't want to just dive into that conclusion because that's a pretty 
major accusation, but, but right. Like right at the same time, I kind of think, man, like if Jesus has actually come in and transformed my life, then I'm not going to need all the props, Mm -hmm. you know? And frankly, I'm not going to need all the courses and classes to make sure I'm doing it perfectly. And I know how to sell it and whatever else, like, I'm just going to talk about how Jesus changed my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, and it, it's really not as rocket science as we make it out to be. It's really not. It's not like this major huge. Now, does it hurt to go and learn different techniques to kind of talk with people? No, it, I mean, it doesn't hurt. But, but too many Christians feel like, oh, well, I'm not trained, so I can't evangelize. Mm-hmm. Or that's not my gift, right? And so we kind of just like, <laughs> look, man. It might, maybe you're not, maybe it's not a spiritual gift of yours to just come so naturally and be an evangelist in that way. But, but it certainly is your, uh, command, right. Mm -hmm. Um, To, to do evangelism, to do mission. And so, um, I like, I just feel like, look, if we all truly believed it in the moment, we wouldn't have such a need to pull from. Uh, to like we wouldn't come off as like this desperate attempt to make sure that we do what we have to do to you know Well, not only that when you said that like so for example i'm thinking pull you're talking about from pulling from other things and i think what happens a lot of the times or what has happened so when we're looking back at the past episodes and this one as far as products like stupid action figures and stuff um I think sometimes we get this idea, like that's on a very low level of this, but it's this level that we think that the world actually has a better product. So we now have to emulate that, which isn't true. Like the best thing there is, is Jesus. So there's no point of trying to be like, well, we're going to, so this came to mind when I was thinking about this. So there's Disneyland and then TBN or somebody at TBN trying to make like Jesus land or whatever it was. I don't even know. The point is though, like, So when that happens is what we're essentially saying as Christians is, okay, well, that, that's the peak of what it is. And we're going to make a Jesus version of that, that amazing thing. When rather we would say, okay, well, that's, that's great. But Jesus actually, you know, you know, created all of this other stuff that's way better than that. So, I mean, yeah. and tie that in instead of take, making a cheap copy of what the world says is good. And essentially, we're advocating the fact that, okay, yeah, you made a better thing than Jesus made. So we're going to copy that thing. When in truth, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, he made a lot better stuff than you did. Uh, and then running with that yeah. truth. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I just, what that does, I, I, I forget what it's called, what you're talking about, the land they tried to make or whatever. But I don't remember. Just yeah. like it went bankrupt in five minutes and it was a big, <laughs> yeah, like money grab is really all it was. But, but yeah, so when we when we see something like Disneyland, since you mentioned that, and we immediately what we think is, oh well, we need to do a Christian version of this so that people will come to ours and be saved and Christiany, right? Yeah. Instead of going to Disneyland with some friends or family or whatever, or uh, someone who just came back from Disneyland or whatever that looks like, instead of in, instead of diving into that with them and going, man, you know, but I hope that that you're not thinking that this is going to make your life perfect and better because it's not, you're just going to come back and it will have been fun, but then the fun will be over. But Jesus is actually the only way you're going to be fulfilled. At least Mm -hmm. that's been my experience. So, you know, like that's, that's how you do it because Jesus, if I actually believe that Jesus is better than being rich, 
then I don't have to sell Christians ways to be rich, yeah. right? If I actually believe that Jesus is the answer to this or that problem, then I don't need to sell some medication and then talk about Jesus about that situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's either I believe in the gospel and I believe he's the answer to all of the situations and struggles and pain and strife and suffering in life, or I don't. So here's another thing that might help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, to me, in my mind, the way that I think is like that there really are only two options there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we've for a long time, a generation, at least we've been we've been like trying to peddle this stuff when like at the end of the day, man, look, I mean, eat your chocolate bunny. But understand that Jesus is like th- it's not about some idolatrous rabbit right? Or, or whatever else, right? This is about yeah. someone who came to earth and died and actually rose from the dead. And uh, come on, man. Well, In the and, words of the great Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, no joke. I didn't want to say it earlier, but when you said, come on, man, I was laughing at not only Christian products, but I was like, <laughs> I was going to call you Joe Biden, but I didn't. That was... um, at, at this point, I don't know. Hey, we're three weeks into November. You guys know who's president. So uh, maybe. But, but the idea, hopefully. oh, by three weeks in, hopefully, I don't know. Okay. Off that subject, but back. So the idea I think that we found, and honestly, if we're talking about Christian products, I know we're talking about like atonements, testimonies, <laughs> Jesus action figures, stupid, corny crap. Um, I think that really long-term. So the, the people that I know that have left the church, for example, like deconstructed, don't attend anymore, would not at all consider themselves Christians. I think, they wouldn't say that those things are, they would never say those things are what like led them away. But whenever you talk to them, those are the things that come up that they're like, Hey, look at that stupid Christian stuff. And I think part of it, even though it's not going to be the main cause by any far stretch, it does speak to the world of like, like you said, we said it a couple episodes ago, you're going to talk about what you love the most. So if we're building, it was called heritage USA, by the way, I looked it up. Uh, if we're building Heritage oh, USA, yeah. or if we're like building all of these generic, stupid knockoff products, what it really shows is like we're speaking with our money. So like, okay, so all these Christians back in whatever year it was, I didn't look that up, like donated to Heritage USA to make like a Christian version. Like if there was enough money there to go to build that park, how much more of a witness would that have been if let's say all of those Christians were motivated to donate that money to an orphanage or uh, to support, you know, uh, widows and orphans, you know, to help them, right. To develop, develop, I don't know, uh, give them small business loans to provide them food, to provide them education. Like Heritage USA, I mean, I'm sure we could pull it up real quick. I don't know how much it costs, but I'm going to go easily probably within millions. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, did you just say, right. uh, yeah, nearly well, that's six million visitors. I don't, I don't know how much it cost, uh, but it was a lot. It was, I'm sure. it was millions. I watched yeah. a documentary about that at one point. Okay, that, that so, guy's still trying to sell stuff on TBN and stuff, yeah, I think. he looks different. Jim Baker is uh, like a yeah, face off and took a different face on, but uh, the idea is that like, so if you're if we're donating millions, and that was back in like the 90s, I mean, millions of dollars then is different than millions of dollars now, it's a ton more money. Um, what would it look like to do that? So I guess all of that to say, like, <laughs> it's hurting our witness actually to do this, these Christian products, these Christian movies, these Christian action figures, these crucifix candies, like 
<laughs> not that not i mean that's probably more on the catholicism side of it but like why not just say okay this is what we're going to do as christians we're going to make we're going to go into the marketplace and just do things really really well the greatest example that i have for example is that a couple we used to go to church with they bought a hardware store and that's that's kind of where my example came from earlier but mm-hmm. uh, this hardware store was going into the ground it's in this itty bitty small town uh it's the town itself is almost dead, but they, they bought it as kind of a, a side hustle business almost to have a little bit of investment when they retired. And that takes up a majority of their time now because the people before that had it were overcharging. Their customer service was pretty terrible. Uh, they weren't helping out. It's a farming business. They weren't really helping out the farmers at all. Uh, and these guys came in and they didn't, here's the thing it's not like they took business classes. It's not like they, you know, took, went to a seminar about how to, you know, grow a business. They went in there and said, this is the way that we see the Bible tell us to do things. This is what we're going to do. So they're honest with their prices. They're honest with their customer service. They'll flat out, people come to them specifically used to, they, people would come and say, hey, find, you know, find me the best price and let me see, you know, all this, the research you found. And he said, after six months, people go, look, I, I, I trust you. I know you're going to find me the best price. Just buy it for me and get it here and I'll pay you whatever you want for it. Because they know that they're going to get them the best price and they're not going to overcharge them. And that doesn't seem like a distinctly Christian, like, they're like, well, yeah, that's how your business should be ran. Well, like, that's not how business is ran. It's always no. about it's always about profit. It's always about, you know, getting the cheapest item and selling it for the most money. That's I've worked in retail for 15 years. That's, that's how that works, guys. The markup on the stuff you buy is ridiculous. Yeah. When uh, you go to JC Penney's and it says for sale, 40% off. No, no, it's actually not. It's probably never been sold for 40% up from that price. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And that's the idea is that they were just like, look, yeah. we're going to re- we're going to run this as Christians. So we're going to be really honest about it. So now, I mean, they have, look, the people that come and shop with them are not distinctly Christian people. They're, there's lots of, you know, they just don't go to church, but they come to them because they know that they're Christian and they're going to give them the best value. And that opens up. I, I did this guy's daughter's wedding not too long ago. The guy that actually owns the business. And we sat and talked for 20 minutes about how many opportunities he's had to witness to people because of just how he runs his business. And it wasn't because he makes Christian, you know, <laughs> Christian plow parts for farmers that have a big cross on the side of them. It's because he runs his business fairly. That's the difference. Oh no. <laughs> That's the next thing. We're going to make Christian plow plows with, <laughs> with crosses on the side of them. I'm going to be mean, rich. Then I won't have to be a pastor anymore. What? We all know pastors make a lot of money. Come on. Look That's at all true. those. The Joel Steens and Stephen Priggs. Uh, Keep rolling, but, rolling, rolling. No. Sorry. But that's the idea. Like, that's the biggest thing. I think Christian, if we're talking about Christian products in general, like, it's actually more of a witness harm than it is a helper. So, yeah. I think, honestly, my, the, my favorite thing, if we're going to talk about Christian products that I actually enjoy and like, it, it is um, stuff like maybe a hat that just says, stop being dead. Right. I mean, I know that that's the sponsor, right. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring it up too much, but yeah, but I'm, I'm like, I'm glad that, that there are companies, not just this, that one, but, but there are companies who do that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that it's not so Christianese obvious that people just see you and go, Oh, well let's avoid. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, the, 
if, if there's some sort of conversation starter that happens in which I am then able to get into, no, 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 Jesus is the answer, right? Yeah. Like that's the actual product. That's Jesus and mm-hmm. the gospel. Um, then those are good. Yeah. I mean, I well, like, like you, I, you know, since you brought it up, uh, ODG does that. They are the sponsor of the show. They are the, the poster, but to bring up one of those things that it's November now, obviously the president's election hopefully has already been decided, but there is a shirt that they have that goes off of, uh, Philippians about how this isn't our home. Uh, you know, we're sojourners and I wore that to church one Sunday. Uh, I mean, it was months ago, way before it got crazy, uh, in the election thing. And basically the shirt has a flag. It has an upside down home. And I got asked right away, what does that mean? Are you anti-American? And I was actually like, hey, I was able to, ironically, at church, talk about how we're sojourners and this isn't our home and our ultimate home is in heaven. We're here. And it was just really interesting uh, to have that. I mean, that's the last place I expected to have that conversation, to be frank. But it was interesting to enter. And it was all because that shirt had certain aspects of it that were purposefully there to start that conversation. So, yeah, that was I tell people all the time, odg.com, uh, check that out. Uh, when you go to check out Honest 10 for 10% off. <laughs> a little ad, a little ad insert there. But um, yeah, there's stuff like that that purposefully helps enter into conversations and talk to people about the gospel. That's the point. I don't think as you're playing with your Jesus action figure, um, I could be wrong. But I don't see that really entering into. I, I see that as much much more being a satire, um, really a, a, a am, the word is escaping me. But it's not a helpful thing in in which to share the gospel with. Yeah. So yeah, there is definitely good things too. Um, so by the time this comes out, maybe we'll have. I mean, the the idea is again to have products like you said to enter into the gospel with people about and not not even products to do that look i mean i know they're the sponsor of everything i do (laughs) but even uh, christian companies even in that regard aren't the the end-all be-all answer to that it's really just us living our lives in such a way that um that's going to be the catalyst at the end of the day that's going to be what changes everything around you so having a cross on your wall that's great i understand why you do that um uh, having a bumper sticker perhaps is not necessarily in the, you know, it's not a horrible thing. And well, depending on what it says, let's just be clear. Coexist is not distinctly Christian. Yeah. <laughs> it could be theologically problematic, but at the end of the day, those things are great to, to enter, to, to give doors into conversations. But if we're not living our lives as believers, all they serve to do is show hypocrisy. Um, so really the, the end all be all of this is if you have stuff like, Christian calendars, Christian planners, Christian, I mean, none of this is horribly bad, but the idea is that, okay, use that as a tool, like it's supposed to be, uh, to enter into conversations with rather than like your big, bold declaration, like somebody driving down the road with a bumper sticker that says, Jesus is great. Unless you cut them off and then you flip them off, then it's not helpful anymore. Um, so that's really just an outward thing of how you're already living essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. I think, I think Christian, um, again, I, I think the theme for this month has kind of turned into (laughs) what we talked about last time, which is invade the culture. Don't, don't 
try to emulate the culture or copy the culture or run from the culture, but invade it with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's how lives get changed. And it's even more, don't, okay, look both ways. It's even more powerful than voting. What? Yeah. Well, you're past November, so you're good at this point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No one's going to care at this point. No. Are we still alive? Is the world still here? I mean, I mean, depending yeah. on who, I, I've, <laughs> we are. Okay, good. Excellent. All right, guys. Next week, we end with Christian phrases. And boy, do I have a few to share. Yeah, boy. I don't know about this. That one. again, are probably super theologically strong, I'm sure. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.